You're listening to Nicholas Acosta, host of the podcast Home to All, an all-inclusive real estate podcast. Nick sits down with guests to talk about real estate and how it works. Enjoy the episode. Good morning, everybody. This is Nicholas Acosta, host of the podcast Home to All an all-inclusive real estate podcast coming to you from beautiful downtown Orlando, Florida, across from Lake Yola with my special series, Getting Back to Business. I'm also a licensed Florida realtor. And today I have another incredible guest, Nate Zale with zalemedia.net. Nate, welcome to the show and very glad you accepted my invitation. How's it going today? Yeah, it's going pretty well. Thanks for having me. appreciate uh, you taking the time to do this with me. Oh, no worries. Uh, I appreciate you being on the show with me. So Nate, let's go ahead and talk for our uh, viewers and listeners out there. Let us know what your what your company does, how, what it offers, and how you guys are adapting to the pan- pandemic out there. Yeah, so you know we're a real estate marketing company, um, and we kind of offer pretty much an exclusive system to agents that's able just not focusing on per se lead generation, but focusing on setting up a sales and system. Um, And I kind of tell my clients all the time, it's not so much, you know, how you're getting the lead. It's a matter of what you're doing with that lead once it comes into your your world. So, um, you know, we were able to set up for our clients kind of not only just marketing and branding and getting awareness to their real estate business, um, but to kind of bring in high quality prospects and then set up a system in place to be able to stay in contact and make sure um, you know, that we're getting good conversions on those leads that are coming in and starting up those conversations with those prospects. No, oh, that's awesome, man. So how are, you know, how's business going right now with what's going on? I know we're kind of like in the post pandemic stage, if you want to call it that. Yeah. Where people are starting, you know, businesses are reopening um, as well as, you know, people are, like I said, in my show, getting back to business. Um, what do you see for the future? I know everyone's, you know, speculating, oh, well, real estate slowed down, but in my own personal business here in Florida and Orlando, uh, that's not the case. I've actually, I have a whole bunch of people in my pipeline waiting to buy, or that's going to, they're waiting to pull the trigger, so to speak in June and July, because they wanted to kind of wait and see how the economy is, how the markets do, what interest rates do. Obviously, no interest rates can go up and down at any time. There's no guarantee of those. Um, and I'm not a lender or anything like that. So I just want to disclose that, uh, to everybody. Uh, but yeah. So what is like your, your company as a real estate marketing? I see on here about crafting celebrity agents as I was reading through your website in the past few days. Um, what is it that, what does it mean to you guys by celebrity agents and what do you guys offer agents to be like that? Yeah. So kind of the celebrity agent, you know, aspect of it is just kind of make sure that, you know, they're getting in front of the most people possible, Um, you know, and not just kind of everyday, just random people in their sphere of influence or friends that they're friends with on social media, but getting in front of people that are actually looking to buy and sell, Um, you know, and with everything kind of going on, we are kind of seeing that, you know, the people's real estate businesses are kind of varying area by area. Um, You know, I've talked to some agents that said they're, you know, kind of 
got stopped in their place. Uh, there's not a lot going on. Um, there's others like you in, in areas that are super hot and they're doing better than ever. We're finding, um, you know, even for our business, that now is a kind of the perfect time to market yourself. And part of becoming that celebrity agent is more than ever, people are working from home. Um, there's less distractions with, you know, going out to restaurants and going out to bars and sporting events that people are on their phones. Uh, they're scrolling through social media. They're playing around on their laptops. And more than ever, we're finding that uh, we're able to get our clients in front of the most people as possible. We're seeing a lot of influx in leads coming in um, and a lot of I, you know engagements as well, since there's so many people that are um, you know, on their phones. Uh, I completely agree with that. And I'm sure other agents in the state of Florida around the country just let you guys know Nathan's coming to us live from Chicago, Illinois. And uh, what is it like the pandemic like in terms of lockdown, like in Florida? You know, every state pretty much California has its own set of rules. You know, they always make a joke that California could be its own state or its own country because it's such a big state. Mm -hmm. uh, New York has its own set of rules. Florida, we have a set of rules. Um, what's going on in Chicago, Illinois, in terms of your guys' lockdown, just to let people know out there? Yeah. So, I mean, in Chicago, um, you know, they're, they're a little strict. They, you know, they closed everything. There's no restaurants. There's no bars. You can't run down the running paths, the beaches, everything. Um, you have to wear a mask in public or, you know, they'll give you a ticket. They're, you know, at the grocery stores, there's one-way lines to access. Um, so it's, I mean, it's definitely taking a toll on Chicago. There's, uh, you know, a lot of people, unfortunately, that are struggling. Uh, there's a lot of people in the service industry here in the city, uh, and it's kind of taking a, a a big effect, and everyone just kind of holding in there and kind of waiting around. And um, sure, like most states, they keep pushing back the lockdown. It's you know they're saying it's going to end this month, and then they push it another month, and right. it's been like that since the beginning of this. And everyone, the big question is when is this going to be over? When are we able to go back? You know, to kind of doing the things that we want to do. No, yeah, I can, it's the same thing here in Florida. It's, you know, a day-by-day -day basis. Um, like, for instance, just to give you an example, since in the Interstate 4 corridor of Orlando, Central Florida, usually it's the most traveled road all the time, every day of the week, every year, you know, every day of the, of the year, constantly, probably 24 hours a day. And when the lockdowns were first announced by the governor and we had our uh, like a, so, so to speak, a curfew at eleven o'clock. Where, if it wasn't an, a necessary trip out somewhere, like I don't know, maybe just for example, like Walmart or something like that, the groceries, that you pretty much had to stay home because they, you know, were discouraging. Obviously, they closed the restaurants and bars here as well, um, and a lot of places have for rent signs now because uh, the business unfortunately went out of business, uh, especially the small mom and pop companies. Um, but as far as like just to give you guys a perspective and and new perspective there in Chicago that that big interstate here in Florida, which is usually traveled on to go to like Disney World, Universal, the theme parks, SeaWorld, et cetera. Um, the governor said yesterday, he made an announcement that the we have a, a extension of the highway called the 408, which is East West Expressway. And that project was actually completed six weeks early uh, than expected because the traffic went down so much from our lockdown and quarantine. That it was like a record breaking uh, amount of time that they 
completed the interstate project in that particular section of the interstate. And it was just shocking because, you know, you always, it would take just to go from a few exits down from where we live here in downtown Orlando to the next exit up, it would take about 30 minutes because we'd be in gridlock traffic. Well, now we can go all the way to Kissimmee, which is about a 45 minute drive from downtown Orlando. Um, before well, during the lockdown, it would only take us like 15 to 20 minutes to get there because there was no traffic. And it's just the weirdest thing. And I'm sure you guys have the elevated train in Chicago. Have, like I know in New York and all, they have their restrictions too. But what about, what is the governor uh, or the of, of Illinois or even the mayor of Chicago, what have they done in terms of public transit? Since that's a huge component of Chicago lifestyle there. Nothing. They haven't done anything. They're, I mean, you're allowed to get on the train. You're allowed to get on the buses. I can look out my window and I can see that the buses are packed, um, which is, I mean, kind of scary to think about. Um, I was just kind of wondering, like, what are they, you know, where are most people conjoining together in what place and being able to kind of prevent some sort of regulations with that. Um, and I know in New York, they're kind of doing the same thing with public transportation. They're just, it, it, they kept it the same. Um, you know, it's kind of to a point where I understand people need to get places, people need to get maybe to their essential jobs to keep things running. Cause if those people can't get to their essential jobs, then, you know, that could affect the rest of us. So it's a little bit, um, I guess kind of a double-edged sword with, with whatever you do with that. Um, but we're not, there's no change kind of going on in terms of public transportation. Uh, downtown in the loop is absolutely a ghost town. Like you were saying with the highway, I mean, there's barely any traffic here uh, in Chicago it can get pretty bad. But um, if you drive anywhere, it's, it's fairly quick than it used to be. Yeah, no, I, I've been there two times. One time, I, I wouldn't say it really made a mistake. Well, it was kind of crazy. Everybody in Florida thought I was crazy. I went in December of 2004 to the first, for the first time ever. And I think it was like 20 below zero and snowing. And I remember landing in O'Hare and uh, the entire runway was covered in ice. Um, and then I went back in May thinking, you know, hey, I'm from Florida. You know, let's see. May is going to probably be a little bit warmer, but it was still being in Chicago and, you know, downtown area near Lake Michigan. It was still pretty cold, at least for a Florida boy like myself. So I understand. It, it was busy. I mean, the, the rail transit or the, or the elevated trains were busy. I took I remember taking a bus. The streets were always packed. And so I, I just can't imagine what I just I'm curious, too, about um, New York City to see how that looks right now with their lockdown, because we all know how New York is as well. And it's packed all the time. It must be weird. And I have some people have shared stuff on Instagram on my feed as well as Facebook how odd it looks or like a ghost town it looks like. But um, so anyways, Nate, I just wanted more about your business. I see the craft celebrity agents on the page that I have pulled up your website. It says Milwaukee, uh, Chicago, Orlando, and Pittsburgh. So are these like your main areas or cities that you focus in or how do you do Over the, uh, our offices? So since okay. I'm in Chicago, you know, we'll have our sales team in Pittsburgh uh, in Milwaukee. We have a fulfillment team, uh, Orlando. We have like appointment setters, customer service, uh, so, you know, it's kind of funny before all this, we actually started out virtually, um, you know, and we allow everyone at our company that works for us to be able to work from home. So there wasn't too much of an adjustment with everything kind of going on. Um, the work life kind of stayed the same with that. You know, I, I, what's great is, as you know, that 
I'm with EXP Realty. Uh, we're a cloud-based brokerage. And I'm glad that I, I made the decision to join the brokerage in, uh, I think it was like October or November of last year, um, because it was per my timing was impeccable. Also, I got my, you know, I, I just thought it was like, oh, this is the craziest thing. I'm glad I made this move because we do our training and it's called Verbella or something like that. Um, it's like a virtual, we have a, like each agent has a, a, like an avatar, so to speak, that you create. Uh, but you can still see, you know, they share the instructors will share their screen. It looks like you're in a, a like a, a like a auditorium, so to speak, but virtually. And it's the greatest thing in the world. Um, I've also, as you see in my title there, GRI, I got the during this lockdown, I got the Graduate Realtor Institute certification to use the time wisely. And I've built, been building the database like everybody listening out there. This is the in my opinion, and I'm sure you can back me on this, Nathan, that this is the most crucial time or has been the crucial time to not, you know, t take a step back. You need to focus on your, your database and your leads that come in because when they basically, when the media, you know, in this world, the media dictates uh, a lot of things of how, you know, consumer spending, consumer emotions, decisions they make and any kind of purchase they make, especially a home. Um, once they get, you know, the government or something says, or our governor say, or the president says, okay, well, a vaccine has come out. We've got a vaccine now. And we've also found, I'm not saying that this is happening anytime soon, but uh, maybe a, like a cure or, or an antidote has come out to help minimize the, I just, for example, I'm not a doctor either, but minimize the virus's effect on you, or it's not as severe. Like when you get a flu shot, you know, people think, oh, well, I got the flu from the flu shot. No, you already were sick and it just, you know, enhanced it. But what I'm trying to say is that once the government and the media says, you know, we're good to go, we have a vaccine now, and like you said, and a cure maybe, hopefully, um, everybody's going to say, okay, call up, you know, myself or other realtors out there or, or real estate agents and say, hey, Nick, or, or hey, or I don't know, hey, uh, uh, whatever you want to call it, uh, Nathan or, or anybody like that, any other realtor out there, they're going to be like, oh, by the way, we're ready to buy, we're ready to sell, we're ready to invest again. Because that confidence, consumer confidence is going to come back. And of course, it's going to be, unfortunately, the media is what dictates that consumer confidence. Um, and also, we, you know, people post things on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and uh, Snapchat, etc., And that's where we get a lot of our information from. You know, I'm somewhat unfortunate that that's most of where people get stuff from at all. But yeah, I mean, I like your, the company, your company here. Um, so I know you said you guys were already like, you know, virtual. So you guys were so, sort of like EXP, you guys were already on board with this whole, we're ready for this uh, pandemic to happen. We all mm -hmm. knew a shift was coming, um, but the pandemic just accelerated. Mm -hmm. And I think what's gonna happen and your thoughts on this as well, if you don't mind, is when we do get that okay from you know higher authorities and the media as well, that the um, you're gonna have to, we're gonna have to we're gonna make up for lost time, so to speak. This month and a half, two months that we've been in lockdown, and usually this is the time of of the year where real estate's already picked up a lot or gotten mm -hmm. really busy. But I think we're gonna double down the summer, um, probably July or August is my prediction, that they're gonna it's gonna double up. For the lost time that we had to be in lockdown and and i had an open house sunday um with about 13 visitors come through of course i had 
social distancing requirement signs posted. I had QR codes to be able to sign in to my website as an open house sign-in option that was touch-free, at least then not such a pen or a tablet of mine. Um, and that was really, the response and that was really good and only had allowed five people in the house at a time. But people were saying, some of them were serious buyers, some were looky-loose, and they were just saying, we're, we're tired of being inside. So I have a feeling that open houses that anybody does around the country, we're going to be, you know, swamped with people, which is good. I welcome it. I, I love, you know, meeting new people, getting to know people, building relationships for long-term relationships when it comes to, you know, home home buying, selling, or investing. I mean, what are your thoughts on that? You, you see the same thing where people are going to start crowding open houses just because they're bored from being home once they get the okay. I mean, I, I think it's possible, but I mean, you know, I talked to probably anywhere from 15 to 30 agents a week. Um, and a lot of people tell me that their open houses are dead, just not even now, but they always were before, even before all of this, um, that there's not a lot of traction in open houses. I think now with real estate and technology, there's virtual tours. Um, I mean, you can pretty much be able to see a home very well at the comfort of your own home. And I think people are touring homes that way. And if they're really serious about seeing that, that they're going to go ahead and um, kind of book a private tour with that agent online. Um, I think there could be a sense of people that, yeah, just wanting to get out of the house and be around other people that they absolutely could be going to open houses. I think that that, that is a possibility. Um, but I think within the recent years, past five, six years, that attendance for open houses, I think, has decreased. No, I I, completely, I agree with you on that point. Um, I do. I don't know if you've seen on my Facebook post. I'm sure you have the uh, during the quarantine lockdown. I've started actually now offering um, what do you call it? Like private VIP guided tours. Like if you want to see a property, obviously, I, I always like I do in person, like I have always done uh, a pre-approval letter or proof of funds. If you're buying cash, mm -hmm. treating it the same way as if it was in person. Mm -hmm. um, one because uh, even more respect for the the seller because of what's going on with the virus or the pandemic people are uh, you know leery or scared to bring or have anybody come through their house for fear of germs which i completely understand and respect so i'm you know I'll, i've always done that anyhow no matter what i always said to the listing agent here's my proof of funds for my client uh, and here's my uh, or here's the pre-approval for my client before i even go to show a property just so they know that we're not I'm not wasting my time. I'm not wasting the buyer's time. I'm not wasting the seller or the selling agent's time because I'm in the business to put an offer in that's going to stick, not one that we're going to guess to see what happens um, mm -hmm. because without the, you know, the ammo behind it. And, um, but no, uh, yeah, I do see you're going to have probably, you know, maybe just a little bit influx of open house traffic, but it's probably going to mostly be the looky loos that are just bored that are going to come to the house. But maybe the serious buyers like we're talking about will will just stick to the virtual or you know Zillow, Trulia, and things like that, or you know having services like I'm going to be doing uh, that I'm offering now, where you, you want to reach out to me and I got an automatic email that goes out to my database saying I'm here 100% following COVID-19 guidelines. And by the way, if you want your own personal tour of this property, I can make arrangements for it. That's a one-on-one -on -one thing where they're talking to me. I'm talking to them showing them the property and they can ask me any buying, selling or investing questions 
you know, in that, that window of time that I have set up for them. And that makes them also feel more important because it's going directly towards, you know, uh, one person or a family or whatever it is, or a couple. And, um, yeah, I think that's, I agree with that. We're just probably going to have from what I had Sunday out of the 13 people, I would say about 60 or 70% were just bored from being at home and the, you know, maybe 30% were true serious buyers out there. So, and I'm yeah, sure that's going to happen everywhere. So, yeah, we're seeing, you know, some of our clients are actually selling houses sight unseen uh, and virtually, and, you know, they'll have contingencies in place where maybe uh, in some States, I know like Arizona where they can back out of a deal within like 10 days or something, if they don't want the house after going and seeing it. Uh, and there's been a lot of agents that are having a lot of success. Um, we had, you know, one of our clients told us that he's getting more leads from advertising his listings and doing virtual tours online than he wasn't with actual open houses. Um, I think it's important that, you know, during this time for agents to just kind of, like you said, double down, kind of move forward, you know, don't hang out in the corner. Don't give in to fear the media, like you kind of mentioned, um, you know, because if you can't innovate during a time like this, you're going to get stuck behind. And, you know, I've unfortunately talked to some agents that they're like, I don't want to do anything. I'm shut down. I'm on lockdown. Uh, I, I can't do anything. And that's not true. There, there's a lot that you can still do. There's buyers looking for opportunity. There's a lot of opportunity that's going to happen. Um, there's a lot of real estate investing opportunity as well. So it's important to just continue to just do what you can innovate and keep pushing forward. No, yeah, I, I completely agree. That's I've, like you have, and like so many out there have, I've utilized this time for getting my additional certifications. And actually before I, everybody that's listening today or, or watching, uh, I was just on, um, with my uh, colleague, friend, Yvonne Sandoval, and uh, we were going through a script practice, which I have in front of me, um, re, you know, working the script for, I'm doing a TV commercial that's going to reach about 2 million people just in the center of Florida. Like it's called the Orlando downtown corridor, which goes way north of here, way south of here, all the way to like Altamont Springs, Castleberry, Longwood, Florida, and all the way down to like uh, an area down here called Belle Isle or Edgewood to the south of downtown, like Orange Avenue, like the main corridor of the city. Um, but that's going to be like, I'm shooting the commercial tomorrow in Maitland, Florida. And I just, because I was looking at the data and and for obviously people being stuck at home, um, yes, people are still using the internet on their phones or their tablets or their computers if they do. But more so television viewership, um, they showed me, Spectrum has showed me the data that the television viewership is significantly spiked there's a lot of people now they're working from home, but they probably have the, the TV on watching some kind of cable channel, mm -hmm. obviously Hulu and Netflix and all them have spiked as well. Uh, but you know, with the boredom, you're going to go between all the different platforms of television between the streaming services, the regular traditional cable or whatever, or over the air uh, television. And I'm like, okay, this is the perfect time to, you know, invest in, in the commercial. And it's also of course, getting me, digital exposure through their website because you can anybody that's a spectrum customer in orlando florida or central florida if they're out of the country out of the state with a user login username and login or password whatever you want to call it and they can access 
their Spectrum uh, cable service anywhere in the country or the world if they're a you know a, a subscriber. So I mean, my commercial is going to reach farther than Central Florida, of course. You know, they could be up north with family and say, "Hey, look, they're watching Spectrum 13 in New York or Chicago, for instance," and they'll see my ad there, which is really cool. So, yeah, I've just been looking for ways. Um, we'll have to talk sometime, Nathan. But uh, but I'm just you know looking for ways to continually to innovate and just kind of capture the market or gain market share. And I haven't, you know, if anything, I've worked harder through these two months during lockdown. Yeah. I mean, I've worked hard all the time, but you know what I mean? I've worked even harder and as sure you and your guys, your company have done the same. Mm -hmm. uh, top of the, I've seen posts before or, or stories out there, uh, articles that I've read that it's either you get on board or you're not going to exist anymore. And it doesn't matter what business you're in, real estate or anything or consulting or marketing or et cetera, you have to stay on top of it. So. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, there's some of these big, huge anchor stores are they're going out of business because they simply didn't innovate. They, um, you know, couldn't adjust with times. And uh, absolutely. I think, um, yeah, it's important. You know, I know on our efforts, we doubled down on, on ad spends to advertising our business. We hired more people. Um, you have to face this thing and you got to kind of go into it and that show that you're not afraid, kind of double down, move forward. And I think that that's important, not even just for marketers, like you said, real estate agents, but for everybody, any entrepreneur, I think it's important. Well, even like restaurants are having to, well, there's slowly did it here in Florida, but I know there's finally catching on. They had to innovate. I mean, they started allowing like a, just for example, world of beer. I mean, we're in Florida. You, they have a, like, you can pick up, your your alcoholic beverage and take it to go now and you know i know they have that in louisiana like in new orleans where they have the drive-through uh pina colada stand or whatever you want to call them those places you can get a drink and it was so weird in florida because we have a you know an open uh whatever you know no open cans or whatever you want to call that in florida about drinking on the streets um i haven't seen anybody abuse it or anything like that but it was so weird to see the sign say you can get your beer to go. I'm like, what? I'm like, that's so weird because they're trying to make business still. And I guess the state has allowed certain, you know, exceptions now just because they want people to stay in business. But, um, but I've seen a lot of weird changes and it's, it's, it's good. I'm glad they're finally innovating because it's like you said, if you want to survive, you have to innovate and change for the times because if not, you're going to be uh, wiped out from business in this, in the, in the world here. So you got to pivot. Absolutely. Yep, exactly. we, you know, I've seen restaurants that they're starting subscription plans, you know, sign up for X amount a month and we'll deliver X amount of meals. Right. And that way they're retaining business um, and getting repeat business through this. It's just, you gotta, you gotta kind of think and uh, do things a little differently and kind of go outside of your comfort zone. Exactly. Yeah, I agree. So Nathan, before we go here, um, just wanted to have you, I know I've had your information at the bottom of the screen this entire time. But let everybody know uh, the best way to get a hold of you if you want to mention the website and your phone number and how to get a hold of you and what's the best time to earn your Facebook page as well. Yeah. I mean, the, I think the best thing to get a hold of me is, you know, to go to our website, zalemedia.net. Um, from there, you can get access to my calendar and book an appointment with me. Um, and that way it's on my calendar and organized and uh, I'll make sure that I'll show up to that call um, is the best way to get a hold of me. Awesome. So thanks, everybody, to my guest, Nate Zale of ZaleMedia.net.
This has been Home to All with your host, me, Nicholas Acosta, a licensed Florida realtor coming to you from downtown Orlando, Florida. You can find us on Facebook and Instagram at Home to All 101. Um, now my new website address is www.downtown.expert or www.downtown.expert forward slash Orlando. Um, you can also ask Alexa, play Home to All podcasts on uh, <clears throat> that device. Uh, it's available. This podcast is also available on SoundCloud, iTunes, as well as uh, Spotify. Uh, thanks for listening, everyone, and I wish you great real estate health. Um, from Orlando, Florida, have a great day, and please stay safe out there. Uh, Nathan, thank you very much for joining me from Chicago, Illinois, and uh, I really appreciate it, sir. Absolutely. Thank you for having me. Oh, no worries, sir. Well, you guys have a good day, and thanks again, Nathan, and I'll see you guys later. Awesome. This has been Home to All, an all-inclusive real estate podcast. Check out Nick's Facebook and Instagram page, Home to All 101, and his website, www.hometoall.life. Thanks for listening.